Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. If you're ready to scale your business but you're not sure where to start, you can take my free two-minute quiz to find out your agency owner persona and uncover how you can use your strengths to scale and streamline your business without compromising you and sacrificing your life. You can head over to the show notes for the link. It is sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Hey friends, welcome to episode 55 of Business Your Way. As you know, when you begin to grow your service-based business, there are multiple areas that require your attention. You start to feel as though you are being pulled in multiple directions. And you know that if you don't do something very soon, the wheels in your business will start to fall off. So in this episode, I want to share with you four areas for you to focus on in order to minimize the growth pains so that they are more manageable as you are growing your business and moving into more of an agency model. Because especially when you first hit that growth stage in your business, you can see things start to change. And if you don't take hold of your business at that point, that's where you can get really overwhelmed with everything that's going on. You can get to that point where you just want to burn down your business and it's too hard and you want to chuck it in and you keep thinking about going back to the J-O-B because that would be way easier than running your business. Operating a service-based business can be enjoyable. It doesn't need to be time-sucking. It doesn't need to take up all of your personal time. You don't need to sacrifice your health or relationships or your family for your business because you're a service-based business and you have clients to deliver services to and they are relying on you to help them build their business. So these four areas that I'm going to share with you today, if you work on these from the get-go 
as you are hitting that growth stage in your business, you will find business will be more manageable. You can then start to grow in a slow and sustainable way because these four areas are really the foundations on which you need to work in order to continue to grow your business and move into that scalable growth stage. So first focus area that I'm going to talk you through today is niching down is one way to describe it, but I want to talk about how you are solving one problem or you are just looking at one service that you deliver. And that might sound really scary at first, but it's being really intentional about who you serve and the problem that you solve for them. Now, I touched on this a little bit in last week's episode when I was talking about what is scalable growth and why is this important for an agency modeled business. But I can talk to you about this from personal experience because even though I was a event management company, I was doing all sorts of events and you may have heard me talk about this before. I was doing cultural events and community events and business events and anything that walked through the door and said to me, I've got an event, can you help me? I said yes to it. And that was okay while I was finding out what I enjoyed doing, I was finding out uh, where I wanted to move with my event agency. And so I, I said yes to everything. But in order for growth and scale to be achieved, I had to say no to some of those events. And so this is where I want you to focus on what is the one problem that you solve, what is the niche that you can move into in order to create a proprietary framework that will get repeatable results for your client. Because it's true, if you want to scale your agency through the scalable growth foundations, you need to start saying no to the right things and start saying yes to what you really want to do, what brings you joy and what you know is in your zone of genius. Because when you say yes to everything, it takes a lot of resource and a, a lot of management and it can spread everything way too thin and it can even dilute what you become known for because that's the other thing that we need to bring into our marketing plan. When you niche down, you will become known for this one thing. And it doesn't have to be as narrow as, let me give you an example of maybe a digital marketing agency. It doesn't have to be as narrow as all we do in our digital marketing agency is Instagram stories. You can be a social media digital marketing agency, or you can be a content digital marketing agency, or you could be a mobile marketing agency. So you can still be broad while being niche, 
Because if you were just a generalized digital marketing agency, you might do everything from SEO to websites to social media to content creation to content marketing, you name it, if it's within that digital marketing realm, you are doing it. And I'm going to say to you, if you are doing everything digital marketing in your agency, it is too much. If you want to scale, you need to bring that down and niche into what it is that you want to do, where you can still have a few product packages to meet the need of the market. But when you get known for that one thing, people will come to you because that is their need. That is their pain point. That is their problem. And they know that you can solve it. So this knowing your problem that you solve for your client filters out into your marketing plan. It also filters out into other areas of your business, which brings me to the second point I want to talk about with you is creating processes before you need them. When you niche down, you can create a framework or a proprietary system that you take your clients through and you can create systems around each step in that framework, making it easier for team members to follow the processes and achieve the repeatable client results as if you were delivering the service. And the reason why the you know, wheels will start to fall off your bus once you start to bring in more clients and start to, you know, push the accelerator in your business is because if you are offering everything to everyone, it will be really ineffective because it doesn't allow your team to find their groove with the processes and solving the problem that you are known for. What happens is everyone ends up doing things differently every day, depending on the person that's doing the task. And everyone's constantly trying to learn new skills, learn new software, meet the needs of the clients because you are dealing with their specific needs instead of them coming to you because you are known to solve a certain problem for them. So if you want to scale your agency with a bit of smoothness about it, you could say, your team needs to be able to follow a focused flow to their work. So they need to be able to follow processes and procedures which are documented in your agency. So then everyone is following the same process and the same procedure using the same systems to get that repeatable outcome for your clients. So start before you are ready. Start creating the processes before you need them. And think about your processes from the moment that you onboard your new clients. So what is the repetitive system that operates in a step-by-step manner that makes it easy for anyone on your team to onboard that new client? And then what are the 
systems and the procedures for making it easy to deliver the services to your clients and for your team to be able to deliver those services well. This is one of the major key areas to being able to scale and increase your team's productivity without stressing them out. So get your processes documented, even if they are just skeleton for now. Like you have mapped out how you want the process to operate. And then you get one of your team members to use the process. And then they come back and they say, oh, we need to add in another step here and another step there. Or this way didn't go that well. If we reverse steps two and three, that will operate a lot smoother. So get them out, get them documented, and then start testing these processes. You start to refine what you do and how you do it and how your team follows the processes and how effective they really are when you start to implement them and start to follow what's been documented. You also want to be organized in how you store your shared files. So again, having a centralized repository where all of the team save their files and you've got a system and a folder system so everyone knows what type of work goes into what folder. And then you can have a policy around how to use the centralized filing system for your soft copy files. You want to have a naming convention for how everyone's got to save their files. This creates efficiencies in your agency. So it will save you time. And when we're in a service-based business, anything that saves us time is a bonus. Well, it's really necessary. It's not a bonus. It's absolutely necessary because we want to create efficiencies and get rid of any unnecessary admin or time-wasting tasks. And one of the biggest time-wasting tasks is people looking for files, people looking for the things that they know exist because someone talked to them about it, but they don't know where to find it. Then they have to go and talk to that person and ask them where they saved it in order to then find it. You want to eliminate all of those inefficiencies in your business. So start with putting simple systems in place like your centralized filing system. So make this a habit in your business from the outset of when you start. You know, when you've started and there's just you, it's easy to put these things in place. And then when you bring on your first employee, you just have to train them in how things are set up and then they follow that process. You just have to document what you've been doing and then the employee can follow and do exactly as you've done to get results for your clients. So document your processes, having clear and organized procedures and systems in your business is a must from the get-go. This will help reduce your growing pains when you get to that growth stage. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. 
If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. The third focus area I wanted to share with you is one that you might not be doing, you may not have thought about, but I find this hugely valuable, and that is tracking your time and your productivity. When you know where your time is being spent, you'll know how much time is spent on client delivery and how much time is spent on non-chargeable admin type tasks in your business. You'll then be able to set some targets for your employees. Some employees might be 90% of their time needs to be chargeable. Other employees 90% of their time might be non-chargeable. It depends on their function within your organization. But this will help you with your job costing and your proposals for your clients. It will help you with your growth of your team. It helps so much in all different areas of your business when you know where the time in your business is being spent. Because as a service-based business, time is money. But time tracking can be one of the most painstaking things in your business. Uh, we have done time tracking in our business since we opened our doors. First of all, it was on a piece of paper. We had a very basic, raw timesheet where we logged all of our time against um, client projects. At the end of the week, I would take timesheets and I would log those into manual job sheets. <laughs> I know it sounds so manual, but that was the day and age. And we were just making do with the resources that we had. So first of all, we worked out what our system was and then we went and found a piece of software that helped us collate our time more effectively. So we still did manual timesheets, but then someone inputted those timesheets into a software where we were job tracking each of the clients that we were working with, the time that we had spent on each of those jobs. Now, fast forward 20 odd years, and I have refined the time tracking tools in my business. So now every one of my team members has an electronic timesheet that is automatically allocating the time in their timesheet to the client jobs that we're working on. We have refined the uh, categories in which time can be allocated to, those categories are pegged back to the proposal that I sent to the client. So how I've costed out the job, what the client has agreed to, and we're tracking our time against that proposal. Again, it creates transparency for the client, it creates transparency for you as the agency owner, and it allows you to get really, really good 
at your proposals. Because when you know how long it takes to actually deliver a specific service, then you can cost it out appropriately. And over time, as you get more team members into your agency, everyone works at a different pace. Somebody else might take, you know, 25% more time to do a particular task than it takes you. You are probably the fastest worker in your business as the agency owner. No one else in your business is going to work as fast or efficient as you. Because you know what you want, you know what you're doing, this is your area of expertise. When you've got others coming into your business, they are focused on how you want to run your business, getting familiar with your systems and your processes, which might not be so natural to them. It has to be a learned skill. So they might not be as fast as you. Highly likely they're not as fast as you at particular tasks. So over time, when you track your time with your team, you will get to know really well what is the average amount of time that it takes to do a particular deliverable for a client. So really, this one isn't just about tracking time. It's about tracking time in projects. So for every client that you take on, it's a new project and your time from your team is being tracked against those projects. And then break those projects down into the deliverables that you have agreed with your client and then track those back. The deliverables that you have agreed with your client should be the standardized service that you deliver. So they're not ad hoc services, they are a repeatable process that you are selling to a client. Brings me back to point one is decide on the problem that you solve and then create a framework for that. When you get to this area, you are tracking your time against each project, against each step in your repeatable framework. I really hope that makes sense. If this doesn't make sense and you want me to go into this deeper, there is a link in the show notes where you can reach out to me, send me a voice message or a video message, even a text message, and I can come back to you, you know, within a few hours. There are many time tracking tools available on the market these days. When we, you know, first started looking for time tracking tools, there weren't many. Uh, we have tried, we're up to our third time tracking tool at the moment, and we've evolved because our systems have evolved and technology has got better, the needs of our business have changed, and so we've changed our time tracking tools. At the moment, we use Zero Project, and that's because I use Zero as my accounting system. Zero recently, I don't know about recently, but in the last few years, implemented what they call Zero Projects into their accounting system. And it allows accountants to manage clients. Now, I'm not an accountant. I run an event management agency. But the methodology of managing client projects and tracking time and resources against client projects works for me as a service-based business. 
And I would say, and I'm going to, you know, go out on a limb here, but I would say this would work for most service-based businesses where we are working with clients and delivering a particular set of services and set of deliverables to a client. We want to track all the data. I chose to go with zero projects because I use zero for my accounting system. So it wasn't an extra piece of software that I needed. I didn't need to think about how it was integrating. It's automatically integrated into my accounting system. So the data, the statistics, how I analyze the time and the profitability for each project is done for me using the software. Before we used uh, Zero Project, we were using Workflow Max. I chose Workflow Max again because it was a piece of software that integrated natively with Zero as my preferred accounting software. So you can try different time tracking tools. Another one I see others, well I've heard that others used is a tool like Toggle, T-O-G-G-L. I don't know too much about it, but go Google a few things and test and trial a few things. It depends on what software you currently use in your agency, what what integrates without a a third-party integration tool, because you want your tools and your software to talk to one another to make it easy to get your data and then to be able to analyze your data. So that concludes the third area, which is, you know, time tracking and really get a handle on the productivity in your business. The fourth focus area that I want to give you to help you minimize those growth pains in your service business is to know when you are the bottleneck. Know when you need to take a step back. As your agency grows, your role as the leader of your business will shift and evolve. And that can be one of the hardest things to deal with in your business, especially given the fact that you started your business because it was what you enjoyed doing. So delivering the service element to your client was what you enjoyed and that's why you started your business. But as you begin to grow, you need to be doing less of the client-facing delivery work. You need to hand that over to your team and trust your team. Because if you really want to achieve scalable growth in your business, it needs someone to drive that scalable growth. And you as the business owner can't be driving the scalable growth if you are still down in the weeds delivering the client services. It's your job as the business owner to set the vision, set the strategy, be the role model, manage your team members, look at the systems. So you need to be the leader and the strategizer in your business and move out of that doing role. If you remain in that doing role, you do become the bottleneck in your business and then you start to strangle your business and growth stops and you again become overwhelmed and you get to that point where you just want to burn it all down. So this area 
this fourth area of focus to minimize your growth pains is to really identify when you have become the bottleneck. You have to do your own mindset work in order to identify when it is time to step back. And when you are, you know, grappling with this new role in your business and stepping into the role of visionary or stepping into the role of, you know, truly being the CEO in your business, the one thing to keep at the forefront of your mind is that you can only help more clients in the long run by teaching your team how to serve those clients the way that you would. You know, and that plays into the other three things that we've covered today. You know, having your repeatable systems, having clear and organized processes, tracking your time so you know where your resources are going. Because the quicker that you can get out of your own way, the quicker you will be able to achieve scalable growth in your business. So if you take these four focus areas that I've shared with you today in order to minimize your growth pains, you will start to create an agency that achieves scalable growth. When you get your positioning and your processes in order and then be able to step back and let the business run, you will have created a business that provides freedom for your life. You know, you started out in business because you wanted to create your own work-life balance. You wanted to have flexibility and freedom plus the profits of running a great business. This is all achievable with an agency model. If you want some help in working on getting your foundations in place so you can achieve scalable growth, then I encourage you to come book a free 60-minute scale strategy session. Head on over to sandrajulian.co forward slash scale, get yourself booked in, and then together we'll take a look at your current situation to see what is or isn't working. We'll identify what's possible for you in your business in the next 90 days and beyond. We'll also uncover the number one bottleneck restricting your growth and holding you back from scaling. And then we'll develop a three-step growth plan that will start to get results in your business. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.